We still do seven NUFC Matters show a week for free. But if you want to help support NUFC Matters, then there are a few ways of doing it. Hit the like button on each live broadcast and video. This helps the channel grow. Hit the subscribe button and select the all notifications bell so you don't miss a single show. If you want to help us financially, then you can join the channel using this button with the membership starting at $1.99 a month. Or you can drop us a donation in the chat using a super sticker. We're also looking for sponsors. If you'd like your brand advertised on the flies for the show and featured during the ad break, then email john at nufcmatters.com to arrange today. UFC matters with me, Steve Ray. The fans forum is here, all present and correct. Good evening to George, Barry, to Darren, to Ian, to Chippers, to Alan, to Kevin, to uh, Lee. Welcome back to Lee and to Spenny, and of course, you in the chat. Uh, good chance to uh, what do we say today? I, I don't know how to describe it. Do I have a moan and a groan? Do I have uh, uh, a show of complete disbelief? I'm not quite Never sure. Moment, Steve. Never moment. 72 hours, Alan, of uh, absolute madness. Uh, it really it really has to be said. I've never seen as many uh, speculative stories in the space of 72 hours in my time as a, a Newcastle United fan, and all coming from completely out of the blue. And, George, uh, the latest uh, story uh, running across the social media networks and across the news networks is uh, a, a potential move for Miguel Almiron to... Uh, to to Saudi Arabia, to Al Habab, so it's um, you know looking looking fairly likely that that might go ahead. Um, Kieran Trippier, uh, latest line on Kieran Trippier uh, after the speculative stories at the weekend is that he he would uh, not ob- well he wouldn't be objecting to a move if uh, Newcastle wanted to sell him. Um, and Callum Wilson, obviously now not one clubs but two clubs have at least tried to prize Wilson away from Newcastle. Uh, but nothing doing on that one at the moment. Javier Manquillo, of course, has moved. He's gone to Celta Vigo now. His contract was coming to an end at the end of the season. He's uh, reunited now with Rafa Benitez, uh, the manager, of course, who signed him for Newcastle United. And, uh, yeah, I guess we're just waiting for waiting for the next story to, to come out. But um, what was a transfer window of, of silence, George, is now erupted into like, you know, a fire sale, it appears. Um, one would imagine, and there hasn't been any clear-cut links yet, that Newcastle are busy working on players coming in if these players are going to go out. So, yeah, George, give us your take on the last 72 hours or so of uh, transfer speculation surrounding well, our it's, club. It's, it's typical of the national press of Newcastle United, isn't it? All the press, in fact, in Newcastle United. If they can find a story that rubbishes us in some way, they'll print it. And if they can't find one, they'll invent one. And that's exactly what's been happening all this last this <coughs> Um Some of them, if, if they're true, then... then um, for example, if, if they're talking about silly fully for Miggy, then I'd be gobsmacked if they didn't take it. And if they're... Uh, Getting silly money for, for even for Wilson, with his um, glass legs and, and what have you, it may be sensible to take that as well. But but for Wilson, I'd want somebody back in uh, that could support um, Isaac because Isaac isn't uh, a lone player. He need, he needs to be alongside somebody to be really effective. 
Uh, Trippier. Trippier clearly hasn't been happy at Newcastle United since the burglary incident at his home. And that, I can understand that. Once I, well, you've had it, Steve, but I, I, I remember what happened to us with Marjorie and I in our previous house when we were burgled. And um, it, it was bad enough, but. Well, there's the no, I'll just stop you there, George, because we, we yeah. don't know that that's happened. Um, that is speculation. That is, is, uh, is something that's gone round on social media. It's gone round on WhatsApp. We don't know if that's happened to Kieran Trippier. We know that there was an attempt on Joe Linton's house, but we don't know that that is the case with Kieran Trippier. Well, it's a speculative story which is circulating on social media, and I must stress that. That's your opinion, George, not ours. Well, that's right. Well, that's my opinion, and it's certainly the people I've talked to, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it, it, it happened. But never mind, that's another issue. All of these things, what I'm trying to say is all of these things get picked up and as I say, if they cannot make, get a story out of it, the, the, the Nationals particularly will add things on and, and, and invent their own. Not only, only the Nationals, some of the locals as well, who, are, who are, I did think better of would, would be more sensible about this. So, um, you know, it and frankly, uh, lads, it's, it's it's not new. There was a period of time, even way way back in the in in the early fifties uh, and sixties, that if if you coughed at Newcastle, the whole world knew about it. So it, it it's not new to Newcastle. Um, there's a nice little video going around that we've seen at the Bob Stoke and Jackie Milburn talking about their time at the club, and. Uh, you just, just need to listen to that to see what, what's different. But Bob Stoke was saying, we knew we were the highest paid players in the in the country. And it all got the same, but they knew they were the And, you know, it it spelled a different uh, style of things to what we've got now. Well, now we've got everybody bidding for the, the, the highest salary, you know, that sort of tribe. And the press pick on that. You know, it, it helps it helps their narrative that there's something wrong here. Um, that's... The plain side of it, but there, there is a negative side of it for me. I'm hugely disappointed at how badly our management, both senior, middle, and lower down, have dealt with this, and quite often leave poor Eddie Howe to deal with it in his press conference. Now, I don't think that's fair. There are lots of things they could be jumping on straight away and either correcting them or, or steering people in the opposite direction. They don't have to say what we're doing in the background. That We wouldn't expect them to. We, we're hoping that that's happening out of sight. But there are lots of things that have happened which uh, a senior manager could... Look at the Dan Ashworth thing. Weeks ago, somebody could have, could have come out and said, he's not gone anywhere. Never mind Manchester United, he's not gone anywhere. And that's what I think, in my view, I'm sorry, unless I've lost my banking skills, but any business I'd have been involved in, somebody wanted one of my top, top executives... I would have been telling them to get lost straight away and, and, and reassuring the man that, that he was he was safe here, not not just letting it sail away with the press and he's going there, he's going there, he's getting this money and that money. That all is quite disappointing to me, uh, as is some of the other stuff that, uh, that's been coming out of St. James's Park. And the, the last thing, because I've, I've already hogged enough, enough time, is that um, if, if we're silly enough to... Uh, Go this window and not get um, uh, players in to support uh, Eddie Howe. Then the next thing I think is is, is when does Eddie Howe walk? Because he, he he did really let that lad down if they didn't put uh, some people in, get some people in, even if they're loans. Um, but uh, yeah, if they get silly money for Miggy, I wouldn't object for it. Uh, and and same for Wilson, to be perfectly honest. But uh, trip, yeah. Trippier to me is more than just about the player and money. He's too much an influence in our club at the moment. He's looked up to by everybody. I know he's not the captain, but on the field he is. Um, and you can see how the other players respect them and, and, and all the rest of it. Now, that, that influence in the club's always very nice, always handy. Who, who greets new, who's been greeting new players when they've arrived at St. James's Park, whether they were internationals or whether they were locals or whatever, Kieran Trippier. And that that's that's the kind of uh, professional awareness every football club needs, including Newcastle United, because frankly, at management level, we're, we're short of some professionals. So uh, him there, I, I would regard Trippier as going as a really downturn. And, and I think players think that they're coming here 
would think it'd be a downturn as well. So, so there you are. That that's my start anyway. Okay, um, lots of comments coming in, as you would imagine, about uh, various things. Uh, this transpersonal window is becoming an Ashley-style uh, mess, says Cynical Jim. I've got to be honest, Jim, it, I, I, let's judge it at the end of the transfer window. I don't think we can really talk about you know things being positive and things being negative until you know we know. But at the moment, the speculation is is just gone through the roof over the course of the last... Uh, over the course of the last couple of days, and it is crazy. Just an update from Craig Hope, uh, you know, his social media. AC Milan want to sign Callum Wilson on a permanent <coughs> deal. Atletico Madrid had a loan offer rejected, and Newcastle insists they want to keep the striker. Wilson's got 18 months left on his contract, but he would be open to talks if the club accept an offer. It's a similar kind of slant on the Trippier story. Um, they, they basically, um, you know, they basically want him on a permanent deal Bayern Munich if they can get him they're also approached on loan it's been rejected on both Newcastle have insisted he's not for sale but he would be trans he would be up for a move if that was what the club wanted and and, and if it was to go through there's an update as well on Joe Linton's thigh operation uh, on Craig Hope's page so well worth well worth having a look on uh, on there and just you know checking in to see what what latest updates he has because he does at, at this moment seem to be one journalist who's got his finger on the pulse. Barry, it's 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 all just come out of the blue, this, hasn't it, really? Um, we thought this was going to be a quiet transfer window. It's a weird one because the stories seem to be overlapping as well. I mean, I was reading the um, Ben Jacobs story about Niggy, and obviously Ben's on here, and I, I honestly trust what Ben says, that it's got a decent chance of being true. So he was he was linking the story for Miggy going to um, Saudi, obviously dependent on on fees and everything else. But then obviously Craig Hope, we say Craig Hope's reliable, but you've then got AC Milan coming out and saying they don't want the striker, they don't need one. They've got three strikers who are firing on all cylinders at the minute anyway. So why wouldn't they sign Callum Wilson? So you're like, hang on, what's going on here? The Kieran Trippy, I can see because as you guys said on the show last night, Steve, it was. Buying a crying out for a right back that haven't got a single player in their squad who's fit at the minute who can play in that position. And you've got the links to Dyer and um, Harry Kane there. So I can see why it's we, we seem to just have gone, we've gone from letting nothing come out about the club to like just letting everything come out and just making a complete mockery of it. It's just winding the fans up something rotten. I mean, I, I agree again with what you said yesterday. If it was a case of them going, if it was a case of getting that sort of money for Trippier, for Wilson, for whoever, at the end of the season, totally understand it. You know, I would, I would, I would clap my hands thinking we're going to get that sort of money at this stage of the season with the players that we've got. Unless there are players ready to come back, which is not going to be anybody to come back for Wilson. But obviously, we've got the the likes of Harvey Barnes, uh, Jacob Murphy, who's who's heading back to fitness, but they're not going to. I can see them taking over Miggy's position, but nobody's going to replace Wilson. That's unless, like like the guys are saying in the chat, there, that there's somebody definitely lined up for Newcastle to buy. Which, if it is, why do we? Are we still at that stage where we've got to sell somebody to bring somebody in? Is that how bad we are at the minute? You know, because that's just it's it's another thing that's just winding the fans up. It's like it. The George said it the other day that obviously the the owners. I totally agree with George that the I had a lot of trust in them. I had a lot of respect for the way they've done things. For me, this just is a, another example of how badly the fans are being treated. It's winding them up, something rotten. And I think it would be nice of somebody to come out the club and just knock a few of these stories back. If they're crap, tell us they're crap. You don't have to say we're signing such and such tomorrow. Just say, well, there's no truth in this rumour. There's no truth in that rumour. But because we're getting nothing, it seems like the press are just running wild with it. Yeah, I mean, the Miggy story, um, like Craig Hope's come out and said about 10 minutes ago, is that there's been no not-for-sale insistence regarding Almiron. Saudi interest has been registered and understand proposed fee was around €20 million, Euros, but there's nothing being agreed. So I, I just think, Darren, that you know they must have a plan because ultimately they're not going to allow these players to go, especially with the injury list that we still currently have. There's still 11 first-team players unavailable for selection. That you know they've, they've got to have players coming in to the club, and uh, you know ultimately for me, letting players go in January seems very odd, um, especially when all we've heard 
I guess for the last two years is about how Eddie Howe is always reluctant to put players straight in. Um, he likes to have them up to his level. Um, you know, he likes to have those players capable of, you know, hitting the ground running, but also they've got to they've got to get up to the the squad's speed, if you like. Um, this all seems a complete, you know, U-turn on on all of that because the the one thing that Eddie Howe is going to have to do if he if he loses a couple of players is put two players in who who won't have had any time to really train and they're going to go straight into two games uh, very very quickly. Fulham in the FA Cup. Well, if we sign players who are cup tied. It rules them out of that. But on top of that, we've also got a, a big a big Premier League game against Villa a few days later. So these players are going to have to be available. They may have to play. We've only got three fit central midfielders at the moment, which which is a problem. So it for me, it's the timing of all of this. Um, plus, it's very unsettling going into um, realistic world is our only chance of winning a trophy against, you know, going into this game against Fulham, our next game. It's it's going to be a it's going to be a nightmare. And I, I bet when Eddie Howe and Jason Tindall arrived back in Newcastle today and got up to the training ground, they must have felt like going absolutely mental. Um, you know, it wouldn't have been happy. And you know, Eddie Howe's press conference on Friday should be fun, Darren. That's for certain. Yeah, that's it's, it's been a strange one, Steve. May I mean, the what a few WhatsApp group. One of the main ones has been like the transfer about Mickey today. Had about I been on site, but I looked. I had, had one of the five messages. Talk about Mickey and other lads kicking off. Um, I know, like, what you said on Friday, Stephen, where you said some good, great things on Friday. You said, if we like, if we need to sell players, most sell players, but after the players who were talking on about, talk about going Mickey and Wilson, I'd rather see them going this summer. Because it's like, when he, our squad's not that strong. You hit the nail on the head of, if anyhow, get anybody in. They're not going to be any help, any help stand of a first team footballer. So, Kieran Trippier, I've heard a different rule of George. Um, I've heard something else, but I don't want to say it because I'm not business to say. Um, so if that's why he hasn't been playing well for the, for the last month or so, it's my room and mouth heard. I think it's right. Um, but I wouldn't, if he, if he was to go and play with his. Where he's Paul, Harry Kane, and Eric Dyer, let him go. I, I, I hate to say is keep keep playing for the secret, and but I, I think he wants to go. I, I'm convinced. Well, plus, I think it's, it's, plus the names are all friends. I think it's his agent doing the work. His agents are their their money season, so I think it's. I don't think he wants to go with these pals, uh, but. But we need players in. That's a, it's already let them go, but we need to get players in. If Wilson wants to go, let them go. He would see that. We like to talk to them. To me, that, that tells me he wants to go. Mickey, he hasn't said nothing else, but it all depends. We can let, we can let them go, but we, we need somebody in. But you hit, you hit the line, Steve, whoever gets, are they going to be cup tired? Cup tired? Are they going to be match fit in the heavy standards? Mm. John Chaplow says, if all these players do move on, all this unrest, does anyone think it's because the players know Eddie's going and unfortunately Moreno in and the players aren't happy about it? Just a wild guess. I would say there's been problems in that dressing room. We've highlighted it on this show. Um, you know, the the way that some of the players have been reacting with each other over the course of the last eight weeks. George, yeah. George has highlighted it on more than one occasion on the show. He's watched and players bickering and arguing. I think there's something gone on. But what's gone on, we just don't know. Those kind of things stay behind closed doors and, and that's what should happen. Uh, Ian, Hello, all of it, transfer speculation, mate. What's, what's your views? Well, that's what it is, and it's all speculation at the moment. Um, it's a non-story for me in the way that um, where um, there's articles stating, you know, the player's up for going if there's an offer accepted. Well, well obviously, you know, if I played for a team and the team accepted an offer, that means you're not wanted there. And if another team wants you and you're not wanted or they're happy or they want to cash in on you, they want to take the money, then for me, that's that's part of the course. I think that's a story. I don't think it's a... I don't think it's a case that they're pushing for a transfer. It's just my opinion. You know, I might be wrong, but it, it doesn't... I couldn't see Kieran Trippier wanting to leave the club at this moment in time, personally, because did he not want to come in from Atletico to get back to the UK... Um, and you know things change. I'm, I know, but it just seems a bit weird that it's not just one player, lots and lots of players at the moment. 
and it seems like it's a targeted onslaught. But saying that, um, Miggy, 20 million euros for me in this window. 20 million euros is probably about right, but not not in not in the not in the winter window. I'd be asking for at least 50% on top of that, if not more. Because you, you can't get anybody in this window for 20 million euros. And whenever we think about Miggy, you know, he is a quality player, he puts the graft in. His end product might not have been there as such this season, but last season it was. So you I'd be looking, I would be looking for at least 30 to 35 for, for Miggy in this window. Um Trippier, I wouldn't sell in this window. Just like he's the he's the figurehead of the team for me outside of the management. You know, he's uh, so important on the field, even when he's not performing, he keeps standards high. You know, I don't want to I don't want to uh, <coughs> sort of I'm not even going to say that because I'll get killed. I'll get killed yeah. in the yeah. so I'm not going to say. Yeah, what I was... <laughs> no, no, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna liken him to somebody who was a great captain, but an absolute, um, you know, plonker um, who played for clubs that we hate. Um, as in his, his his influence, even when he's not playing badly, when he's playing badly, he, he brings other people up to standard. Um, but I'm not going to say the name Roy King because I'll get killed. So. I just think um, I just think we have to sit tight and it's, there's a lot of buns twitching like mine is as well I'm just looking at it thinking flipping heck who are we going to lose here who are we going to lose but um, the, the one thing that's disappointing me I'll quickly say this is is for me we've got now enough um, senior management staff who should be coming out and speaking we're here Next to nothing from Amanda, but that's not her role anymore. But it, when it was a role, we heard a lot from her, and it was all positive. To me, now it just seems like the only things that we that we're hearing at the moment. And I was a big advocate of the new people coming in, but it's all sound bites and giggles and laughs and a lot of. There's not a lot of substance to it, um, and at these points, like George said and everyone said before us, I think it's the point where you know people should be coming out and saying, "Listen, we're not a selling club." Players want to go, whatever, you know what I mean? And if, and if an offer comes in that we're happy with, we, we'll look at it. But it just seems there's a lot of a lot of um, things that are coming out that are, that are that are unsettling the fan base and the club, and, and somebody at the club needs to get hold of it and address it. OK. Um, interesting stuff, Spenny. Hi, Paul. All right? Hi, mate. You OK? Give us Hi. your views, mate. Um, I think there's a couple of scenarios actually. The press are making this stuff up after Darren Hazel's uh, interview, possibly, and we're not selling anybody's play any players at all because it's the transfer window has been absolutely joke. No one's yeah. buying any players, so they're trying to make up stories to bear get clicks and watch viewers on Sky Sports News. Spot on, Spenny. Spot on. Second, second view is what I've been told, which was told yes last night as well of Stu. That uh, Trippier did fly from New York to go to um, Munich, and he's come back. We don't fly from a holiday from New York to go to Munich, do you? So there is something in it, and I think it's him who wants to go because of allegations we've heard in the press and what a full of people have said. I think Almiron will be the one that scores. I think that's he's the, definitely the weakest one out of all of them. I think it'll be 20 million for his right leg and maybe 10 for his left. Well, <laughs> ten p. Um, also, we've been banging on for weeks on here about getting players in and all that. I think this is maybe why we haven't been getting players in. Maybe we needed to reduce the wage bill more than anything. I think the FFP is okay at the moment. Well, I've been told anyway the books is all right to buy players, but maybe it is the wage bill. Just disappointing the targets um, injured because he's on 100 grand a week allegedly, so he's one of the top earners. So he would have been beneficial for selling as well. Uh, for me, I can see maybe Chibi around Almiron going to be honest and bringing in a DM and maybe a buy player. This is the way it's going. It's an unfortunate Kieran's gone because, like the lads have said, he's a spearhead for the club. He well, he's a captain, and he's probably one of the best captains I've seen since Shearer, to be honest. The best red pipe back, back we've had in the club, I've seen in my lifetime as well. Yeah, um, he's going to be a big loss, but it just seems it's Eddie's little circle is getting broken up for me. Yeah. Wilson's gone, 
Chippy is gone. Who's next? Richie? They're all his pals. They all been the bomb up to the next etc. So I don't know. But maybe Zalma Rom is the only one we can sell to make some money and buy a player or bring a player in. That's my thoughts anyway. Okay. Um, I mean, what I've got to say is that, look, nobody's gone yet. Nobody's gone. It's a lot of speculation. We're hearing lots of, we're, we're hearing lots of noise. Nothing from Newcastle. Simply, simply, simply from the media. But um, yeah, it, it does start to stand up when more and more people are covering it. That's the problem. I think it's when you start seeing, you know, Sky starting to put out there what, what somebody on social media has done. That, that's when people start to panic. And then Sky Germany get involved. Sky Italy get involved. They, they start talking to the people out there. Yes, there has been a bit. This has happened. So it is rather unsettling. And, you know, if we don't let anybody go, um, you know, would I be happy going through the end of the season without anybody coming in? Um, is that is that part of the plan? Is, is this for us to say, well, look, we could have let all those players go, but we didn't. Is it a, is it a, is it a bit of a softener for when we don't sign anybody because we can't because of FFP? Um, and, and then we all go, oh, well, at least we kept the hold of Trippier. Yeah, at least we kept the hold of Wilson. Uh, we can get it all sorted out in the summer. There's, there's, there's but, a school of thought suggests that might be the case as well. But I think as well, when you were going back to what you said, Steve, FFP, I mean, all these panellists understand fully FFP because the club is not coming out and, and saying anything because it's got in the brains of fans FFP. Blame FFP. Yeah. So we're answering the question, what they're, everybody's asking why we sound the players. The fans are saying FFP. So that thing's in your brain. Mm. Yeah, well, it is. Plus, it is. don't forget when he spoke, he didn't mention hundreds of millions of sponsorship. They're just waiting to be announced. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That comes into next next year's books as well. But none of us are experts. <laughs> even the experts even the experts are scratching their heads at this one. And that's just time... one thing, Steve. Why, if there's hundreds of millions of pounds of sponsorship that's waiting to come in, can we not? Do a deal to pull that forward and and, and get some in now. I don't under, Sorry, I've never made any. I've never made any secret on this channel. I know nothing about it. I don't understand yeah, it. I try. I try to understand it, and I wouldn't. If anybody's coming on here to get a, a, a an easy guide to FFP, then you're on the wrong <laughs> channel. And if you go, any, in fact, any of these YouTubers who say that they know what they're go, what they're going on about, I bet Ian, you differ. It's, Ian's been held back because people will know we got money. So when we go on about bidding on, on yeah. players, yeah. Well, we draw that sponsorship money, yeah. they'll just put the price up. Yeah. No, I get it. Okay, Lee, welcome back, mate. Um, I, I see that your fan base is your fan base has joined us tonight. We've got 500 watching live, so uh, welcome to everybody in the chat. We'll never take it, we'll never take those viewing figures for uh, granted. So thanks for joining us. But Lee, uh, your, your army of fans have joined us tonight. Give us your take on what's going on at Newcastle. Thanks, Lee. Um, I think I think probably there's a bigger picture to it. I think the way these players are being talked about or we're discussing players being sold at the moment is probably we maybe thought or the, the board maybe thought we may be in a slightly stronger position. I think there may be a bit involved that, like Benny said, we're, we're going to win the Champions League last time we spoke. That's how long it was ago that I was on. And I, <laughs> I think the board has probably looked at it and thought, you know what, we're actually not where we thought we would be. We're not going to get Champions League, end of. Um, you know, we're in a, a deeper position that maybe it is time to maybe just edge a few of these forward. Your Wilsons and your Trippiers were always going to go at some point in the next year, two years. I think maybe they've taken stock and thought, for me, Trippier, and I know it goes against probably what a lot of the guys have said, you guys watching week in, week out, I don't. I can only go off what I see as an armchair fan, so I'll qualify that. For me, Trippier, he may be the greatest talker on the pitch, he may be the greatest whatever, but he isn't delivering on the pitch. So for me, I think possibly, wow. possibly they're going to look at Liveramento. I'd, I'd, I'd stick him right in now. Clearly the kid's capable. You know, we've all seen him. I'd probably move Trippier. I wouldn't Wilson. I wouldn't Almiron. I mean, Almiron, 20, 30 million with the money in the Middle East. Is that, I mean, I know everybody thinks that's a fair price, but surely you'd be spanking the Middle East out of all you can for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a prime time. He's in the prime of his career age-wise. Surely we'd be looking for a bit more especially, like you say, in the January window. So, for me, the only one that's going to go is probably Trippier. And the reason for that, like you say, we don't know. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I wouldn't be disappointed if he did. Tino come in and we give him the rest of the season to get to get off the ground properly. Um, 
But yeah, losing a player with experience is, is not going to be good. But we have got aging players. Your Riches, Lascelles, Wilsons, they're all 30s plus. So maybe the club are saying, look, let's just shuffle them now. While we're not going to get anything, let's get them out the door now. And, and there probably will be a plan or two in place. But so yeah. you're Dan Byrne, he, he's, he's, he's another one who's past the 33. Yeah, well, to me, Dan Byrne, bless him. I mean, he's, he's been class. But he's been hung out to dry in loads of games. But he's not a left back, is he? You know, let's no, no. He's getting left holes sometimes, but he's, he's put his arse out for us, which is amazing. But if we're looking at the bigger picture, we're, we're kind of firefighting, putting players in rubber patches. I mean, I know the injuries are a massive thing, but these are not players, Dan Burns. They're not, they're not players that are going to take us to the next level. And that's what all this is about, isn't it? You know, we've got all this money. And it just doesn't... Like, I, I agree with what you said before. It does. We seem to have died down a bit. We seem to have... I don't know, there's nothing positive coming out from the club, is there? Just about sell, 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 but journalists all the time, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good point. Well made, Lee. Good to have you back, uh, Kev. Um, nothing to uh, analyse on the pitch today, but uh, plenty to analyse off it. Oh, it's absolutely always something to analyse off of it. Um, but I just, as everybody was talking and agree with 99% of everything Brock said, but Miggy turns 30 in about 18, 19 days. So, if you look at that model in terms of 30 years plus, back and you know, jumping on the lead back a little bit there, yeah, and what yeah. he's saying, is there a plan in place for 30 plus to move them on? Not, not that this is a bad thing, that is there a plan in place that we don't know about? Is the, the communication not stopped, but has it been done in the right way from higher management to, like George said right at the start, the management team across the board? Has the recruitment team now said, okay, we've got to find these ex age of players or a certain area of players for a certain price point we don't know because nothing's been shelled out like it used to back in the day um but again players are going to be players agents are going to be agents they'll, they'll talk to whoever they can to get the most out of a, a possible deal within a certain time frame of two points in the year that's always happened that'll always continue to happen if we have two windows but, but again doesn't necessarily mean that he's got he's, he's Spoke to say to Keen Trippett, spoke to Bayern Munich. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to go. He's got the right to go. He's got the right to have that conversation with them. He could do that. Um, yes, he might. He might not. It's all down to the player and if the deals are right for him. Similarly with Miguel Similarly, it's the same thing. So if you if you look at that standpoint, anybody can talk to anybody in, in a business. If I want to move on in my job, I'm going to talk to people and say what deal I can get for myself. It's a selfish game. It, players are selfish. So, therefore, you know, yes, they play on the team, but they're very self within and all about looking after themselves versus the team as a collective. It's all about us. It's all about me. So, it, look, if the goal would go, best wishes to you. Thanks for your, your, your commitment level. But I would, the one for me is I would get, you know, get the value for Miggy. Um, I'll get the value for him. I'll keep, keep Kieran Trippier because he's a within that. Dressing room, if he goes, the wheels will probably fall off for the back end of the year. Because um, I think, uh, I think it, it, he holds everything together. Yes, there might be arguments. Yes, I'm a bit of an armchair fan as well. I don't get to see games at the same live on, on the telly. But at the same time, I don't get to see the intricacies on a game of like who's having a chat with who. You don't know what's being said. There could be an, an actual good argument. It might be a bad one. Who knows? Somebody might piss somebody off. It doesn't. Nobody knows because you're not there every day. Um, so I would keep the, like I said, keep Trippier. You know, the the Wilsons of the world, would you sell him anyway? Would you get any value? Probably not because he's injured at the minute or on the way back from injury. He could have a breakdown. You know, he could go anywhere and it, it could still happen. Yes, we'd get him off our wage bill. But, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, it's not a one that I'd be going looking to buy. Um, but yeah, I'll be ha you know, not, not wouldn't say happy, but if the values are for Miggy, I would I would move him on in terms of yes, he's just on the right side of 30 at the minute before the window shuts, and you can get a bit of money for him and just move him on. And, and again, thanks very much. And keep the players that we have is it that close knit and then reevaluate in the summer, plus the players that we have coming back. So I'll just keep it as it is, but just shift one on. 
Craig Hope's latest uh, about a minute about a minute ago there, which is what Spenny sent us. Uh, I'm told Almiron moved to Al Shabab is unlikely, but that's not the definite no we're getting on Trippier Wilson. Go on, Spenny. Thing is about valuation and what we get in the club, we don't even know how much max and maximum went for yet. Mm. Yeah. Fair point, I Probably about 21, 22 million, you would imagine. But um, a lot of people said that was too cheap. Uh, people now saying that, you know, 25 million, 30 million is what you need for Almiron. But if you look at the go- if you look at the ages that life goals have sent, Manquillo, who's just left, 30, Miggy, 30, Fern, 31, Trippier, 33, Wilson, 32, Richie, 34, Dummett, 32. How much was Henderson, though? Shaw, 32. Uh, yeah, it's a good... It's a good and how much Ian, won't you play us? And they point no point have the aging team we need young youth players. That's a point, it's a point well made, but I still think my my argument look but will be on this particular transfer window is that you know we've had a, a, a last well two months from hell with injuries mm-hmm. with eleven mm-hmm. or twelve players laid off at any one time, uh, not with short term injuries, long term injuries, um, and you know to, to to basically are we right are we writing this season off? Are we saying I tell you what? Let's just forget about this season. Um, let's change things now because the summer's too late. Is that what we're doing? That potentially is what that's potentially what we could be doing if um, if these players do go. It, it, you know, it, it's it, Alan. It's it's a strange it's a strange situation because we should you know we shouldn't really be too downhearted. You know, we've had had a great couple of years. We've still got you know PIF are still in control. Um, you know, I mean, I, I did jokingly say, like, at the moment, you feel like you're going to wake up and Amanda's going to peel her face off and Mike Ashley's going to be underneath it. But it's nowhere, it's nowhere near that kind of level. Uh, but it, that's what it, that's what it feels like at the moment. Steve, I'm the total opposite. I mean, the YouTubers are going in panic mode. I'm over the moon at this. I think it's great. Life goals had a great. It's given you something. To, it's given you something I'm to complain about. Alan. All the speculation. <laughs> nobody's moved out. Nobody's done anything. Hey, I had me Amaron and Joel in 18 months ago. I couldn't sell him a carpuccio for five pounds. So I'm over the moon. So come on, lads, wake up. Life goes had it on the head. We've got about 10 players. Wilson and, uh, you know, Trippier, the old age pensioners in football terms, I agree with George about the experience. But, lads, we've got to move on quickly. Uh, Darnielle's had an interview a week ago basically saying, Every player is up for sale. Every player at the right price is up for sale. That's what came to me, lads. We've got to move on. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not downbeat. Honestly, the YouTubers in so much panic the last few days and everybody's downbeat about it. I'm not. So, I mean, so Alan, are, Alan, are you saying this? Are you what? are you saying that what Darren Neal said? Are you saying that this was part of this was all part of the plan? Because you know, we 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 listened to that interview with seven minutes. I said this is the reason we're getting all this press speculation. The press speculation has grown legs now with with bids coming in from from clubs. So are you were saying this was this was Darren Neal's late in the blue touch paper deliberately and given the given the blessing to do that? Definitely, I think so. And I think to be honest, isn't it great that to be linked with all these top clubs want now our players? On Ashley, yeah, absolutely. Hypothermia. I wouldn't say top players, like Alan. Sorry, Dan. I wouldn't say top players, but good. So, uh, like your Amarons, your, your Wilson, I want to say the top players. Well, the aging well, players. I agree with you, Dan. And that's, that's why I'm I'm not nervous or worried because if they were selling the likes of Bartman, Bruno, Isaac, then I would be really worried. Yeah, totally. That, that's when I would be worried. These well, but I, would, I would sell yes. a ship yeah, for £30 million and I would play Tino Lilamento right back all day long. Yeah, absolutely. Henrik's going to get for twenty million. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be fantastic. I couldn't see it. Um... <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly think, lads, I'll just leave it with this so chippers can get on. I'm super excited, me lads. I mean, the, a lot of me people too. are panicking. It's like Dad's army. I'm saying, don't panic, don't panic. I mean, really, nobody's been sold. Nobody's been sold yet, lads. See what happens to the end of the window. Chippers, chippers, help me. Chippers. I just think it's brilliant. How do you feel, Chippers? I'm not too worried yet again because at the minute it's all paper talk. Nothing's actually happened yet. No yeah. fees have been agreed. Nothing. None of that situation's happened yet. So the one thing I will say is, though, life goals made the point. Then the only one, apart from I think Miggy signed a new contract. Was it 
some stage last season when he was having his purple patch, most of them are out of contract the end of this season or next season. So we're going to have a big overhaul anyways, depending on what happens. Um, for me, the, three, the, the big three that have been linked away, I would get rid of Almiron personally because he's not going to get any better. Live footage from St James's Park, courtesy of Spenny, who nipped up to the uh, ground to uh, sort this out for us. Is that spoons with armor on top of him? Great to see Rick Astley top left. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not Gerald. I'm Bernard Manning. Brilliant, man. Sorry, Chip, I cut you off in mid-flow. For me, I'm wrong. For me, a 30-year-old, he's not going to get any better. Wilson, he's not going to get any better. And I don't think Trippier isn't going to get any better. But the one thing I will say Trippier has got over the other two is these leadership skills and he's like bit of captaincy. Like, he's got that about him, which we would lack if it were to get rid of him. So for me, out of the three, if we had to sell either one of them, I would get rid of Wilson and Almiron because for me, Wilson's injury record, it's not good enough. Or if we want to go progress to another level, which is you'll need to play 20 to 30 games a season, you won't do that. It's as simple as that. Um, Trippier for me, if we kept them to the summer and then we replaced them with somebody else, I would be happy with that because then we'll probably need them for these next six months to get through it. Um in six months' time, are we going to get the valuation of what Craig Hopes is that we're valuing them? So that's another thing. Um, because these players are getting six months their contract goes, so that gives them one year left. So again, that the valuation drops. It's just the case of, you know, it, it, for me, if they do go, that we, I just hope there is players lined up now. I would expect players to already have like a great terms to come, and we've settled these players this and. If these three can get shifted or two of them, then you're coming in. You all you need to do is have your medical in. The fee's no problem. But you know, as as I just said, there you know, there's nothing, nothing. We all know nothing's happened yet. Again, it's just all paper talk. It's all speculating, accumulating. But it's going to be a but. It could be a bumpy next nine days in the window. It it could be a quiet. No, nothing could happen. We're kind of saying nobody, nobody could leave. Would. That's just it now. None of us know the exact things of what's going on. There's no moles at the club. There's no nothing. It's just guesswork. And for me, that's how you want it. You don't want, you don't want like what was under when Bruce was here, when things were being leaked left, right, and centre. You know. And the one thing as we have to know is now is if players do leave, it, the money's going to be put back into the club to re-sign players. It's not going to go in the owner's pocket, and he's going to Galavan doing a casino and spend it. So. For me, what we're doing is it's the right, it's, it's like Mike Ashley would do. Um, but it's for me, that that that's the thing I would say is what happens happens, and I think as well we'll have to put the sentiment side to it, one side and say you know what if we want to be one of the best clubs in the world, sentiment gets thrown out the window because that doesn't win you trophies or win you anything. So we will have to also get rid of that now and. For me, yeah, if people like Trippier, if they do go, we can say thank you for helping us get to sort of another level. But we need to kick on now. We need to go. We need to, we need to flourish and get to that of next level, which is ultimately winning things. So that's how I see yeah. it. Are we actually at ground zero where we yeah. can't spend a penny? Well, this is what you would no, imagine. This is yeah, what you I would don't... imagine. It's the, it's the picture that Eels painted, George. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. How can that be when we you know look at the size of the club we've got? Surely we, we haven't spent that much, you know. So surely there's surely we can spend something. But we haven't really had any sponsorship or anything coming into the club, have we? For years, we haven't really had any money coming into the club for years, and we've got to build that up. We've got to build up. If you look at say a lot of other clubs, have got massive sponsorship deals, and we've just started these sponsorship deals in the last. Yeah, yeah, so it, it takes time to build it all up. We've got sponsorship deals just waiting to be announced, and yeah, that, can be it, yeah. next, that can be counted for next year. No, I, I, don't yeah, think, I don't think we are at ground zero. The other thing, while I'm talking, is um, to say that Kieran Tripp has never delivered on the pitch. What utter tripe, honestly. He's, well, he's, he's the top. Top assist in Europe is a fullback, and better than most midfielders in 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 the UK. So you know, doesn't deliver on the pitch, just doesn't stand up. 
for them people that's asking in the chat, Amanda's bugs for sale for three camels, right? <laughs> and in authenticity is it's got Barclays on the back. Trevor, <laughs> uh, I'll start with you, so you don't have to wait for this one. But I mean, Amanda and me are dads. They, they were quite, uh, you know, quite vocal. They were at the forefront of everything that we saw on TV, uh, heard on radio, and saw on social media. Uh, me and dad using Twitter, Amanda using uh, Instagram. But they seem to be backing off now. We saw in the the latest set of accounts, you know, uh, succession of loans that have come out, which Amanda's taken out, which are going to be repaid. Uh, but do you think we're seeing the beginning of the end of Mia Dad and Amanda? Because um, Darren Eels, uh, you know, is, is there as the spokesman. And, you know, we've got Silverstone, who now deals with, uh, you know, the big, you know, the big deals to bring in sponsorship. Lots of rumours circulating potentially about the Rubens, uh, Jamie Rubin taking 20%. And, you know, Amanda and Mia Dad exiting stage left. Do you think that, that could be the case? It wouldn't surprise us. Um, it wouldn't surprise us if they've got other things in the they're lined up ready as well so I, I you know it, I think they could, could it's, it's you know it, you do, we don't know it, I think possibly they could but I also think they could also retain something in the club because they worked hard to get the club taken over that they might just think well if they walk away from it they might just think well that's a lot of hard work gone to waste because we're not involved with it anymore and they might even wait until we win something and then say listen We'll we'll go because we've achieved what we want to do with our club and with like brought them from the bottom and won something. So it may be they may do, but it might be a while yet. I don't think it'll happen within the next year. So I think they'll want to see how we do competing wise, and if we win a trophy, then they can say this and we've won you a trophy. What more do you want us to do? It's all down to PIF now. So I think in the future it will happen, but not not in the immediate future. Okay, Alice, go on, Ian. So I I agree. I think it does look like that's going to be the case, and I think it's more of a financial thing that they can't keep. They can't keep up financially with their ten percent stake. Is probably the way it looks at the moment. But uh, I think it'd be very. I'd be really disappointed because I think they've been they've been great for the club, and if and if there was a way of keeping them involved, I I personally would like to keep Amanda and Maidad involved. Okay, Alan. I'd love them to keep being involved, Ian, but I, I agree totally what Chip has says, and I can honestly see them backing away. Uh, the business people at the end of the day, um, and I can see them going in the in the in the long term, and it wouldn't be a surprise at all. Uh, so I can see them dropping out over over a period of time in the next two, three, four years. To be honest. So I'll leave it at that. That's my answer, like Steve. I think they are backing away slowly but surely. But I agree with Chip. As if we win a trophy, I think that would be the perfect thing to, to drop out and bail out, if you like, for want of a better word, and say, listen, our job's done. Now it's PIF takeover fully, or even the Rubens, like 20%, which I, I wouldn't be too concerned about. All right, Darren, I'll ask you next, seeing as Ian started off a new trend. <laughs> um, I'm, I think I do think they love the club, but but I, I don't think they've got the money. The the come the I, I we don't know how it works transfer, how much they're going to pay and all that and thing. But I I think the base seller when the trophy, but that's going to take years. Um, but I'm more concerned that no one's talking to the fans. They used to talk to the fans, but no one's no one from the club is talking to the fans now. Everything went silent. Everything speculation. We need somebody to come and talk to the fans more regularly. Have we need a spokesperson? So yeah, this is what's happening. But anyone is that's my biggest worry at the minute. All right, Kev. Well, what has it been? What you know, seven years when they've been through this process together to get to where we are at this point. Me and Ed and uh, Amanda talking about. Um, I think they are the type of people to where they'll build a business versus being held for the long haul based on their, you know, just finances. Financially, I don't think they can do it. Um, and I can and I agree with Chippers and everybody else. Um, I think they see them gradually just going stage right, stage left, whatever you used to, um, just to go in the background. I think they might have some stake within the club, but it will not be within the 10% of the world. 
I think it'd be less than five. Um, and I think obviously the Rubens are a wealthy family pair. Yeah, we've got all the pretty much all the money in the world, it seems. But I think it would have to be somebody else as another investor coming in outside sponsorship at the same time. Um, look elsewhere, look. I don't know, wherever, you know, whoever's got the money to put down and be a part, have a percentage within the club, have somebody somebody else who's within a certain realm of business, i.e. the football world, knows a little bit more about it. I'm not saying they don't. I just think they know, you know, capital and money and trying to build a business and get it going and get it off the ground and be sustainable. And I think they'll just move on. It's somebody who needs to know a bit, about, a bit more about the football world and how it operates fully. And then... You know, you know, we'll see the 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 removal essentially. Then the club are fully head in a proper direction. I mean, so like you can say, a three-year plan for them. That'll be eight years total through the whole process. Um, and then yeah, then they can move on again. Thank you again. There's no sentiment in football. You just move forward. Okay, Barry. Um, it's a hard one because I, I totally understand what the guys are saying about their financial uh, strength against some of the other groups who were there. But for me, it would, it would be a real shame because I think they, they are much more approachable than who we've got there at the minute, who seems to keep his head down, barely barely interacts with the fans. I think Amanda's been very sort of open and honest about what she's thought about the club and everything else. And I think the fans really appreciate that from the two of them. So I think it would be a real shame if they backed off completely. Because I honestly thought when they started bringing in these these big names in specific positions that the communication side of it would improve, Steve, and it hasn't. It's gone the opposite way. It's And I'm not necessarily talking about transfers because obviously that's something they want to keep aside. But there's how many stories have we had about the fans' liaison groups, about the tickets, about all these issues that if just somebody at the club had come out and made it a bit clearer to the fans, it would have it would have stopped so many of the problems. We've talked about how the club is sort of it's pushing some of the fans away because there's no communication between someone in that <clears> position <throat> at the club. And I think Amanda and Edad were were ideal in that for me. But I don't know. I think the last thing I want is Newcastle to become distance from the fans and I think at the minute they're doing that I love the new owners being there because I think they've got their hearts in the right place they want to take us forward they're investing big time in what we've got but you've got to take the fans with the club you can't have one without the other or then it's 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 completely pointless for me it, it's not Newcastle United anymore if you don't keep the fans involved and that's my biggest worry the minute that if we lose Amanda as well, if they back off, then it's another potential link to the fans' loss. And I would we trust Amanda. Okay, Benny says I expect yeah. to hear from Dan Ashworth and or Amanda on the first of February. If there are major outgoings, their hands are tied. Before that, if negotiations are going on, uh, thanks, Benny. Lee, thoughts on on potentially, you know, the uh, you know the, a change in the boardroom, which which could happen. Yeah, disappointing, Paul, to be honest, because exactly what Barry said, it kind of gives us that feel-good factor again, and, and like there was some connection or there was some love coming from above, and, you know, transparency. So to kind of lose that aspect of it, it's just more negative, isn't it? You know, we, we talk about transfer window on the pitch at the moment, and, yeah, it'll be a massive shame if them two go, because I think, you know, we all kind of took to them, especially after the last ownership, it was literally yin and yang, it was... It was unbelievable to have someone speaking to you. Uh, and you felt like they actually had an interest. But at the end of the day, the business people, I can't imagine they would lose money on it. They would have made a penny. Um, and maybe they've looked at it and thought, you know what, well, we can't take it forward any further or be part of it. So let's get out now and move on to something else. It's a shame, but it's just business and football, isn't it? And don't panic if you're tuning in late. There hasn't been an announcement to see Amanda's stepping down. It's, it's simply... You know, it, it, it's the fact that they've gone very quiet um, because there's other people in those kind of positions, I guess, Spenny. That's the reason they've done it. But, you know, it, it wouldn't surprise me to see it in due course that they do, you know, move on. Well, I was just had a message of our mate, uh, Mr. Hasty, and uh, apparently she's putting all funds in. So uh, a share, the stake's gone down to 6%. 
diluted to six percent. Mm, okay. So I think they will go. I think Piff will take uh, 100% control of the club and bring their own guys in. After all, they've got the best in the business. Probably bring some more world, world-renowned world football man, people in. Don't get us wrong. I love me. Dad. I love Amanda, what they've done for the club. They're really nice people. Yeah. Dad's is nothing to do with the club. He's just there because it's us. his husband. He is more wealthier than Amanda, by the way, as well. But for me, they have been, they always go down this history as the people who got the takeover done. That's why they got the percentage, what they got. They didn't actually, haven't actually put any money in. It was like a, like a little presence from the Saudis getting done. So for me, I think it's a matter of time, to be honest, that this will be all took over by Piff and we'll they'll bring their own guys in. Yourself. I uh, I genuinely didn't know that this had been put out there today. So there we go, and it, it looks like it's just gone out. Greg Cordell has has put this out on his Twitter. Um, not sure of Greg's uh, job. I haven't had time to look at. It. I've just been sent the same screenshot. I think uh, Spenny's re- relating to JV One Limited published its confirmation statement. There were no funds paid in by Amanda Stavely Canterville Holdings in 2023. Uh, 23.4 million shares allotted to RB Sports and Media. 11.4 million in Feb 23, 12 million in August 23. Stavely's beneficial stake in Newcastle United has been diluted to 6%. That's what it says. I'm just mute Darren as he's uh, dealing with his dogs. Um, but yes, I, yeah, that, so just basically because I'm talking about that today, um, and, and then that, that, that's gone out on Twitter. Interesting to see that then, um, Spenny, isn't it? To be it is interesting. And like I said, I, I don't. I think it's a matter of time when Pips took this. Thing is, we know what Saudis are like. We obviously talk to Halloween all the time, and he's given us the information we got. They want to be number one. Simple as that. Number one yeah. in anything. And like any other money men, they want to be number one when they put money in. And they, they can't. And if they're saying what's happening now, what's happened to the club, and what what all this honeymoon payment period's gone? The honeymoon honeymoon period's gone now. Okay, George, last word yeah. to you tonight. Well, I've got to agree that I think uh, all the signs are that there's there's movement, uh, which wouldn't surprise me. I also agree with Spenny. Uh, whatever happens, Piff will run run Newcastle United sooner rather than later. They ain't going to take second second best from anybody. Otherwise, they would walk away. Simple as that. Um, they they're not second best in anything they do. Um, the the last thing I think Amanda will do for for football. She'll be part of the team that breaks the uh, PFI, sorry, the uh, FFP thing with the Premier League. When they have their meeting, it, there's a meeting shortly, isn't there? In February or something. February, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think she'll be one of the one of the rebels that uh, smashes the FFP uh, coziness for the top six, because the other the other clubs must be suffering as well. In fact, some of them are obviously suffering. Uh, so I, I think that will be one of the last things Amanda does for football. Never mind Newcastle United; she'll be part of the part of the group that gets rid of FFP as we know it. Um, remember, she's the one that that, that hung on to Newcastle United. Uh, she, she, you know, the Saudis were looking for football; they weren't necessarily looking for Newcastle United. But Amanda brought them to Newcastle United, and we, we've got to be eternally grateful for that. I have other personal issues about about the takeover, but uh, which you would know about, Steve. But apart from that, um, I well, I've always been very positive about it. I have the issues I keep coming back to: treatment of fans. And Barry's right. Everything that I've seen from that bloody video that published several months ago was geared to middle class and upper class fans. That not not yeah. You know, Gallagher Corner fans. It really looked like me as as a cell to a different fan base to the one we've got. And everything they've done since makes me feel like that. That did he all fill that questionnaire in about buying the seats at the at the, at the tunnel and all that sort of thing? How do you think that that wasn't aimed for us, is it? That you know, it, reading between the lines, they want to change the fan base to a wealthy fan base. And uh, somebody needs to tell PFI, nah, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen here. Well, if it does, it'll be, it'll be with a with a whole series of uproar with with uh, with fans because uh, it 
that it's not our style. It's not Tyneside style. And if you if you want to be like that, well, go and have your ham, yeah, prawn sandwiches with Manchester United, but you're not going to get them at Newcastle United. That's for sure. Um, so it'll be sad if if they go. I would be disappointed and sad, but I could understand it because they're they're, they're business people first and foremost. Um, but I dis- sincerely think her last hurrah, if you like, for football will be to get rid of FFP. Maybe the stadium move as well, George. We know that it's going to be moving after what we've been told as well. Maybe it's the FFP yes. and the stadium, you know, stadium getting built. Then they'll probably yeah. go see that green opening and they'll go. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Okay. Tomorrow night, uh, we launch a new show. It's called Talk of the Tune with myself and uh, Sid, who you will meet tomorrow night, uh, Tuesday night. Uh, a slightly different look to them uh, in 2024. Uh, so something a little bit different. Tune in 6 o'clock tomorrow night uh, to see that. Wednesday night, there'll be a pre-recorded version of uh, Geordie's here. Geordie's there. I'm sure there'll be a few tributes to Steve Wilkinson on that show as well from the lads. Thursday morning, Superman and Gibbo at 10 o'clock. Uh, tune in to that. If you miss it live, of course, you can watch it on catch-up. And then Friday, the Amigos uh, is back 5 o'clock for two hours until 7 on Friday. Uh, great show, guys. Just want to thank Alan, Kevin, Lee, uh, Spenny, Chippers, Ian, Darren, Barry and George. But thank you as well for tuning in. Uh, 500 Good to see you, lads. Tonight. See you. Fantastic. Take Mind care, the guys. cap for the lunch. Mind the cap. Mind the cap.